Hello, hello. Welcome into Anime Plus, episode 91 from the brand new Sparky 3 Studio. Shout out to that. Uh, we recently debuted that on A Terrible Football Show. And now we're here in the new studio for Anime Plus. We just finished streaming Game Static. Uh, it's a very nice studio. I do apologize in advance for any echo issues. Uh, we're still working on like paneling the room and stuff, you know. It's a nice vaulted ceiling room and everything. Uh, we're working on it. It's going to be a work in progress. I do got Zach here in the studio. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing good. I'm not sure, sure how we're going to do this, but yeah. What do you mean? I mean, I just feel like, I don't know. Just doing two back to back. Yeah. Yeah. For anyone, if you're only listening, we literally, like I said, just streamed the game Static, and now we're doing Alien Plus right afterwards. So. I mean, we're we're good. It's just it's one of those things where I'm just like, okay, we're doing it. Yeah. And then I'm also sitting here going, the hell did I watch? Yeah. Hey, but I'll, I'll tell you what you didn't watch, and that was Dragon Quest. Yes. That's where you're wrong. For, did you what? Did you go back and rewatch it now? Are you starting back at episode one just to experience it all over again? No, I've when rewatched specifically the episode where Hunkle returns and cucks pop. We're not talking about it. <laughs> Dragon Quest is off this show. It's done. I never have to hear about the show ever again I'm until so, the game comes out. That's on Game Static though, so it's okay. But yeah, new studio, super sick, and of course we wouldn't be Sparky Three, and we wouldn't have a Sparky Three studio on Animan Plus, especially. Without our good buddy Josh, shout out to Josh. Followed us all the way to the studio with his pillow and Squirtle and Squirtle. Yeah, always chilling. Uh, they will always be here with us at all times. Um, we might even. We were talking about doing like getting like a big <laughs> painting on the wall. Go to the sniper shot to show the wall we're talking about. So that big space in the wall right there. We're talking about getting a painting, like an eighteen hundred style painting of Josh. And he really hates the he idea. He hates the idea. That's why I think it'd be amazing. But we're we're thinking about doing that. But yeah, new studio. Shout out to that. Hey. Uh, also, shout out to the fact that we revealed this on uh, Tuesday for ATFS as well. Uh, we revealed our new uh, shop with Agent Inc. All of our jerseys have been revealed, including Animan Plus. It's super sick. I'm so proud of these jerseys and how they turned out. Thank you. Um, Sparky 3 jersey looks sick. The Game Static jersey, the Animan Plus jersey. Jesus Christ. That's everyone's favorite right I mean, now. Easily. I mean, that one is awesome. So if you guys are watching this right now at youtube.com forward slash Sparky 3, go pick up a jersey, please. You can go through the pay later option through a firm. It's a great way to pick stuff up. I've personally used the firm to buy my last gaming PC. It's it's awesome. I love it. Uh, the ATFS jersey looks great. We got the ATFS hat and shirt, and then of course the Sparky Three hat as well. Uh, so definitely go pick up some of this merch. We definitely appreciate it. A lot of work and time went into these jerseys. These designers are incredible, and uh, I'm so thankful for all the work that they put into it. Uh, the Animan Plus jersey is so sick. So please go pick it up. I can't wait to get these jerseys. My ATFS jersey has not come in. That was something I wanted to go check. Crap. <sighs> sooner or later, sooner or later, man. Uh, look, you know, it should be here maybe within the ne next couple days, and I can actually like really comment on how the jersey feels and everything. But uh, I I'm looking forward to it. It's great. But you know what we can comment about here soon? What's up? Rogue Energy cans. Rogue Energy cans. That is true. They have officially launched. You can purchase them twelve four packs, or even as to our surprise, solo cans. Uh, the tropical flavor, uh, which is basically like Sour Patch Kids, my understanding. Um, Tropical Breeze, really? Well, all of them are themed after, like, or besides cotton candy, of course, but the other two are basically themed after candy, to my understanding. Okay. So, like, Sour Patch Kids, I think, and the strawberry one, I think, would be, like, Strawberry Starburst. Oh, okay. That's that's what I'm guessing. It, it, I got the, with how the trailer went, I got the vibe of candy. And I can only assume cotton candy is going to be, like, Pop Rocks. Yeah. But, yeah, you can go uh, check out some cans. Like I said, you can do solo cans, which that was a surprise. Um, you know, do the four pack or 12 pack if you really want to commit to it. You can use our referral link down below and, or, and use promo code Sparky3 to get 10% off. There are some other promo codes that are like 25% off. So you rather use that, go for it. At the very least, just to support us, uh, just use the referral link. It, uh, it, it would shock you to know how much the referral link actually helps us. It helps oh, us. Oh, yeah. It helps, honestly, it helps us more than the promo code. <laughs> like, if we're being real, just use our link down below. That helps us more than our promo code does. So, yeah, just use the link. Go use a 25% off coupon or something. Buy some cans. I'm looking forward. It. I got my purchase in for the tropical and the strawberry. Cotton candy's not really my thing, but I will try it because I know yeah. you got it. I will try it, but it's not really my thing. So tropical and strawberry sounds good, though. I mean, I'm excited for those. Um, of course, join the Discord as well. Yes. Come chat with us. Uh, check us out our website. Oh, and um, our other channel for NMM Plus officially has its own URL now. 
uh, which is super cool. We're going to start using that channel here soon, uh, which I did tease last week as well. Um, that, yes. the, okay. that, that that third surprise that did not happen, so it's still a surprise. It's going to come later. Uh, but yeah, it does have a URL now. You can go to youtube.com forward slash at Animan Plus. Uh, at symbol, of course. Uh, that's a new thing that YouTube just introduced as YouTube handles. It goes to every single YouTube account. So if you're watching this on YouTube right now, you probably got an email that you could have missed where you can go claim your own handle. I was able to claim mine at AlexLight23 for my own personal YouTube. I just haven't responded. I assume I'll get mine. Yeah, it'll just de- it'll def- give it to you by default yeah. by the 15th. So, I mean, that's cool. Uh, it is cool. Uh, all right, so, um, you know, I'll go ahead and address one elephant in the room. I am obviously wearing a... Luffy shirt. Uh, I feel like it was the appropriate thing to wear because I am fresh off of seeing One Piece, uh, One Piece Red, uh, a couple days ago. So I'm gonna chat about that briefly here because you know I don't want to go into spoilers or anything. You know I want people to have the chance to go see it. So th- my review on the movie: short, sweet, simple, to the point. That movie is a giant fever dream. One million percent. I mean, sounds about right. I'm convinced whoever wrote this was fucking high as a kite. And that's not a bad thing. I'm here for it. It's a good thing. It, but the, I'm convinced they were as high as hell. Like, like I'm telling you, without going into details of how things work, because the film does such a great job at giving you the subtle hints to end up revealing about three quarters of the way in what's actually happening. You know, they, okay. they give you the subtle hints that it's already happened. It's yeah. already happening here, and it's happening there, and it's happened here. And subtle hints of, oh, so... Why is this character like this now? Oh, okay, that's why. It gives you all the hints that you need, right? But I'm telling you, once you go watch the film, my words of it's a giant fever dream will make so much fucking sense (laughs) because that is exactly (laughs) what it is. I mean, it was cool. It was a good movie, lots of good action. The music was phenomenal. I mean, as you would expect since, you know, the main character, Yuta, is uh, a singer. Yes. And and every song... That uh, that was sung by whoever does the singing voice because Yuta has two voices as the actual voice actor and then the singing, singing voice. voice two different two different voice actors there. Uh, every song was awesome, very very good, and it was so cool because like when you look when you hear her sing for the first time, you're just like enjoying it because it's like oh opening song of the movie you know opening song of an anime movie cool all good vibes all good shit and stuff and like you may be reading the lyrics it's like oh yeah this is a good song and everything whatever but then it's like the second song comes the third song comes like i would say the second and third song like if you didn't catch it immediately at song one you're gonna catch it at song two or three where what she is singing has a lot of meaning like the the lyrics themselves has a ton of meaning to what is happening in the movie, so that was really cool to realize. At like for me, it was the second song because again, number one, I'm stupid. So if other people realize that the first song, again, I'm stupid. But the first song, I, you know, I'm just sitting there eating my food. You know, I went to the tavern. You know, got a nice meal in front of me. I'm eating my food. I'm having a great time. And I'm just like, all oh, right, this song's great. And I'm not really paying attention too much to the lyrics. But once the second song played and I'm reading the lyrics, I'm like. Wait a fucking minute. <laughs> I, I started to piece it together. I was like, wait, this is like very impactful for what's happening at the, the exact second. So that was cool. Uh, overall, great movie. Uh, the animation from beginning to end was unreal. Like, it was unbelievable how good the animation was throughout the movie. Uh, Final Fight was awesome. Uh, you know, did not have a, obviously a full theater. It's not, yeah. it, that's a niche thing. Man. Yes. It is to go see this sort of movie. But even with the people that was in there, the final big climax thing involved i don't feel like no nah, i'm not gonna say it. the big climax thing involving a certain reveal okay uh, involving uh, one of our main characters that should be coming up in the anime soon okay uh got a big pop out of the few people that were in the theater so that was cool i, I love i love theater pops you know what i mean I, yeah I, 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 you're it, always big on that it makes for the experience dude so like at that moment got a very big pop when it happened at the climax moment See, so that was cool my best theater pop i've ever got wasn't that i um anime movie it was just a random movie and i got the stereotypical which i didn't ever think was good of just some random person yelling yelling, run bitch (laughs) (laughs) during a horror film that's amazing i was like what (laughs) (laughs) that was amazing no it was also actually really funny um going seeing this movie as well because uh, I went. With, I went with my girlfriend. Uh, she's a massive One Piece fan. Her birthday was yesterday. Yes. Happy birthday, Christina! And um, you know, we went to go see this movie. And she is like such a fangirl for some of these One Piece men, right? Like Smokers are number one, Kuzan, Law, and stuff. And like she, like she, she just like freaks out over him, right? 
it was so funny because there were two other girls in the theater that were doing the exact same thing with other characters. <laughs> like they were sitting in front of us and like, uh, God, who appeared? Um, God, who appeared? Who appeared? Who appeared? Who appeared? Uh, well, I know one time was Shanks when Shanks first appeared in like a flashback. Yeah. They were like, oh my God, oh my God, like freaking out. And I'm just sitting there like laughing. Like, oh, look, it's, the, it's like you. <laughs> hey, it's your friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I mean, so that, 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 it was just a very solid, you know, theater experience. Very entertaining. Uh, my favorite part of the movie, I will say this cause it's not a big spoiler. It's really not. It's just, a, it's just a funny one-off joke, but it's my favorite part of the movie for just a various amount of reasons. Once you really think about it, it was, it was involving law. Yeah. So shit started to happen, right? Shit started to happen. You know, this is like about mm, probably about 30 minutes in the movie. Shit started to pop off. As shit's starting to pop off, um, God, John a blank on his name. Who's the big fanboy of Luffy with green hair? John a blank on his name. Um, not Bartholomew. That, that, I think that's it. I yeah, think oh, I, I guess yeah, it is Bartholomew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him and Luffy on the stage, right? Shit's popping off. Boop. They pop away. Law, right? All right, cool. It's gonna be law. Law is appearing. Awesome. So they pop up on a bridge, whatever. What you see, law come out of a dark door. And, uh, you know, Bartholomew, God, I can't talk, green-haired fanboy, he's just like, ah, you know, Law, I didn't know you were a fan of Utah. And he's just like, I'm not. I'm a chaperone. And you see Beepo walk out with, like, full Utah gear. Like, he's got, like, flags <laughs> off his back. It's lighting up and stuff. Dude, I died. I loved that moment. So he's like, I'm not. I'm, I'm a chaperone. <laughs> I mean, it does not surprise me Beepo would be a fucking... Idol fanboy. He is a massive fanboy of Utah. So that just, that that was just so funny to me because like Law is such a serious character, but like Beepo is like the one instance where he's just like he's more like kind of humanized in a way. Yeah. Because it even was like that in a couple other parts of the movie where it's like you know Beepo you know had something happen to him, not like you know guy he got hurt or something. Just again, watch the movie, you'll know. And Law was like, "Oh, Beepo!" <laughs> it was just stupid shit like that. It was just so funny, man. Uh, it was gr- it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. I will say I, I, I completely misjudged on like the antagonist of the movie. A hundred percent. We get introduced to like this old man, right? And my reasoning for calling him the antagonist, and even Christina agreed with me, you know, because we have no, I have no. This is one of those few cases I had no idea what was going to happen in this film. No clue. Um, the voice actor is what tipped it off. It's oh. I, it's the same voice actor for Nanami and Overhaul. Okay. And and, and death into your eternity or God into your eternity. The man in black, that voice actor, that notable voice, you know the voice, right? That's the voice actor for this old man. I'm like, oh, I bet he's the fucking villain. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not Grant Fate, Fate Games or Fate anything, because it's always the old guy in Fate. Right? Yeah. So it wasn't him. He wasn't the, I guess that is a little bit of a spoiler that he's not the bad guy. But even though it doesn't, you know, even indicate that he is a bad guy whenever you introduce to him, he really doesn't. But, you know, I'm telling you, it was just the voice actor. As soon as I heard that voice, I'm like, oh, I bet it's fucking him. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't bring him on for some random side role. He's the villain. I know it. He's not. So, um, it was a good movie, though. Uh, all right. Let's move over to the next thing. Uh, where do we want to start? Uh, Booty incoming. Booty incoming. I, I forgot that happened. <laughs> the in my fact hero. that that thing got a fucking rev- revival because of this is phenomenal. Yeah, in my hero, whenever uh, Fat Gums run in, Mount Lady gets blown back, and it's just she's still in her giant form and just ass first on Fat Gum, and he starts running like booty incoming. <laughs> I forgot about and that. And apparently, because I read a thing today about apparently the English voice cast went hard on it. Oh. <laughs> Shout, you know, shout out to the English voice cast for my hero because they're all they're 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 doing their own thing, and that's yes. cool. Because I kind of like the What's Up Doc that I talked about yeah. with Mirko. They're doing their own thing, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. Because like one of my biggest beefs with like English dubs today is there are so many voice actors that I don't feel like have the passion. You know what I mean? Yes. As like they used to. Because uh, like one scene, I don't know why this is the first one I thought about. Uh, but it's because the conversation that Josh and I had was like Seven Deadly Sins, whatever. Uh, there was one particular scene that if you compare the dub and the sub, it's just like the dub, it's just like there's no emotion behind it. I think it was season two right before, um, you know, Meliodas got fucked up by Esterosa. Okay. Uh, you know, where he was doing that massive, massive full counter. Like in the dub, it's just like full counter. And it's just like, oh, that's that's lackluster. But, you know, the sub 
really gets into it. You know what I mean? So I shout out to the My Hero dub because that's one thing they do really well is they really get into it and they really bring out the emotion in these characters and add on little extra tidbits. I, I really appreciate that. That scene is also great because it's just like, booty incoming and just Fagum's eyes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, the one thing about this episode um, that I want to really praise is like, they did such an unbelievable job in you know instilling the feeling of dread oh yeah and it's like i want to praise that because like we've both read this arc yes i've actually read this arc three times now because i love this arc so i i'm very i know everything that's going to happen i guess not i forgot the booty incoming (laughs) either way i know we we know everything that's going to happen we know what's about to go down but even if that's the case it's like i'm not even going to say the moment shigaraki got revived and killed that one hero i'm not even going to say that I'm going to say the moment that Deku gets, you know, cuts off where he's sitting there talking and then he cuts off because he's hearing a voice. That moment on was pure dread as a viewer. And I'm just like, I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm blown away to the fact that I'm feeling the amount of dread that I'm feeling, even though I know everything that's going to happen. So they did such a great job of that. I mean, this episode was overall good because, I mean, we started off with the whole uh, Tsukuyomi and Hawks versus Dobby. Yes. I always hate his name because I say Dobby and I immediately think of Harry Potter. <laughs> so instead of seeing some scarred up fire guy, I see this fucking elf in a fucking potato sack. <laughs> You're welcome for that. Oh, God, thanks. <laughs> um, so that's why whenever I say Dobby, I stop for a second. I was like, and I have to reconfigure myself. Like, Whenever you stopped, I actually had a brain fart. I'm like, wait, did he actually reveal who he is? <laughs> no. I don't even... Re- remember the reveal's name now um, okay we'll leave it at that <laughs> i really don't actually now that i think about it well you know who it is that's i know who it line. is that's the bottom line yeah. that's bottom line um yeah we have whole that whole thing and sort of getting that tease of where we're going with the end of this overall yeah with just Su- sukiyomi and hawk's interaction with dobby and everything and just dobby being just like slightly mental true <laughs> and all that fun stuff then we lead to the revival of Shigaraki and everything that goes down in the lab and the doctor going like, he's alive. Yep. And everyone just like, RIP crust. Rip crust, man. Rip crust. That thumbs up. And crust right at that last moment of, just, of him just like, shing. Yeah. Save, saving Ozawa, man. Rip crust. Yeah. Top 10 hero. Yes. And, um, just all that stuff going down and just Shigaraki just decaying everything around him. And then, yeah, we're getting that last moment with Deku and everyone just, him just in that voice is, it's incoming. What? He's coming. You have to <laughs> stop him. Yeah. And you just see everything start decaying. Yeah. And, you know, he tries to stop it with a St. Louis smash, whatever, try to, you know, do that basically force versus force sort of thing. Yeah. And like I said, man, like that last moment, like, just the mo, just like it was done so well from a voice acting perspective and everything, and just the cut process of where Deku's like, "Oh, if you've been injured, you can go," and it just stops, and then just like his face, and then just like slowly hearing that other voice, in, you know, as you're watching. I'm telling you, man. Like even though I, we know what's gonna happen, they did so well to you know to really emphasize the dread that is about to take place. Yes, which I loved. That that was awesome. I loved this episode. I'm so I didn't watch the. Um, you know, the other episode today, because, you know, we yeah. are, like I already mentioned, we did uh, do game setting. So it is Saturday, which is not normal for us. But I did not watch the new episode earlier. I just watched uh, the one from last week. And I'm very excited to watch the next episode. I mean, next episode will be good. Overall, great episode. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take over there because you say how good it did with the Deku thing. Fucking to your eternity. Oh, okay. Here we Easily go. Easily. Here we go. My favorite episode of the week because I fucking cried. <laughs> Whoa! They, the Holy second, shit! The second episode, they went fucking hard. <laughs> two two episodes in. Here we go. <laughs> like God, I, you know, uh, for the record, for everyone, I told Zach off air last week that I was going to skip out in two year eternity to get, make it where like he had five and I had five. Yeah. But after hearing that, now I may have to watch two year eternity. Like fucking two year eternity. Just forget what's going on in the manga and the stuff where we dropped it because we're still in the good. A lot of the really. This is the good stuff, though. A lot of good yeah. stuff, and just like. They went hard, fucking hard on the second episode, like, uh, because the second episode starts with the face-off between Tonari and uh, Hisame. 
after everyone's knocked out, Tonri's trying to stab and kill the Noker and whatnot. Hisame ends up getting knocked out and whatnot, but the Noker in her arm ends up actually getting away by injecting Tonari mm-hmm. and putting veins inside of her. And like the first half of the episode pretty much is um, Hisame and Tonari, Hisame being dragged away by the Noker, Tonari being infected, and then... Bless excuse you. me. Uh, and then Tonari being in bed... More or less suffering because the Noker's been inside her. All she can do is just bleed it out. And, uh, bless you. Dang. Someone's talking shit right now about Zach. You need to relax. (laughs) I'm going to come for you. (laughs) Um, and then just her in bed and whatnot with, uh, the other guy whose, whose name I can't remember. And then her, Tonari, just asking about Fushi's journey and what he's been doing. And then the moment that fucking got me is just the music and everything. And then, Fushi going through everybody because he's he transforms everyone starting with the boy the white haired boy yep. March Perona Gugu Rip. Gugu's brother mm. and then uh, the booze man and him just realizing they're dead now and the music just going hard and then her name who Gugu's girl can't remember her name. Neither yeah. can I. But he turns into her. Yeah. Then he turns into Uroi, uh, Mia, the other one whose name I can't forget. The youngest. All the kids from the island. Yeah, all the kids yeah. from the island. And just that moment of just hitting, I was like, shit. It's coming. <laughs> I was just like, God damn it. You're hitting. already going harder. Just all these characters who we built relationships with. Yep. And because it also goes the whole thing of him just him going to that island and why he went there and everything what he'd been doing and then him trying to turn into Tonery and the other guy who are right there and they still yet to reveal who he, who they are. And then her asking, she's like, what'd you think of Tonery? He's like, at first I thought she was sort of annoying and whatnot, but and she's like, is she still annoying? She's like, no, she was who I wanted to be friends with and everything. Mm-hmm. And then just her finally passing him, getting her form, and getting finding the book journal on her back and revealing everything and whatnot. I was like, fuck. <laughs> it's only the second episode, damn it. <laughs> that was a very emotional couple chapters in the manga, too. So oh, I'm, it was. I'm glad they did the anime did it justice. Oh, yeah, no, just the music, the whole buildup of him just having the realization as as soon as he turns into Gugu's brother and just they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then revealing to the two of them, just like, I can't transform to him unless they're dead. Right. And all that fun and all that stuff. Then we also have a moment of um, when when Fushi's reading Tonari's journal, we actually get a nice moment of him on a cliff reading that journal, and we see the spirits again. For like, I think this is the second time it's shown him in the anime, mm-hmm. and we see Tonari, a spirit of Tonari, next to him, and then in the background we see Gugu march and the bear. <laughs> oh, shout out to the bear! <laughs> shout out to the bear! Um, just chilling in the background. And then the second half of the episode consists of the years of Fushi traveling and learning, fighting Nokers, and then the Guardians. Because he does find Hisami in the forest and whatnot and grabs her, gives her to the Guardians. The Guardians run away because they're just there for her. They, I mean, Fushi's the thing, but they don't interact with Fushi, and they run away. So we get to see the years of the other Guardians with um, what's-her-name's blood. So we see the next one who's already pregnant. We see the third one, uh, fourth, and eventually it ends. It just does a string of just time skips of Fushi going to different places, learning, trying foods, learning things, eventually leading to where it ends up. So if Fushi somewhere randomly reading books and meeting the first male guardian mm. and everything who becomes, who's a big important character for all this stuff that's going to happen this season. Right. And uh, we also got the weird, <laughs> the reveal of... Uh, when he was in the forest with Hasami of her going, well, it was my mother and grandmother's wish to have a child, so I, <laughs> I want to have a child with you, Fushi, going, whoa! <laughs> She's nine years old. Calm down, everybody. <laughs> and just having a moment of just like, well, my mother always told me to have a child. You just have to sleep with the person. And just sort of that, she's too young to really know how to have a child moment. Right, yeah. And everything, and just... Whenever they had the joke where whenever Hisami's daughter shows up to him several years later, he's just like, 
Are you? No, I'm not your child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but no, that first part fucking hit. <laughs> that first part hurt. <laughs> You're making me want to watch it, even though I said I'm, I was going to wait on it. I mean, you already know stuff. You can just watch the second episode. That's true. I'm going to jump straight into that one. I mean, this season's going to be good overall. Yeah. It's going to hurt. It's going to have a great moment. First season was going to hurt. That show was, that season was nothing but pain. (laughs) It was pain. (laughs) It was nothing but pain, man. And we already got it with the second episode with this one. And it was funny too, whenever we watched it, because like uh, even Josh jumped in after us and he was just like, bro, so much pain. (laughs) It's like, I just watched this and I get sad. Yeah, second. Uh, the show does great at that. They make you feel sad. Second episode hits you hard because it just goes through all the characters from season one again. Right. Okay. And just no one. And like, I mean, we're looking forward to because. It's within episode two, we're going to get to meet Fancy Pants because I can't remember his name. Oh, and he becomes a very long stay pivotal character. Yes, he becomes a pivotal because, like, most of the season's going to have him in it and just his whole story, which hurts. Yeah. With just him. And then we're going to get the friggin' war because I think, because after watching episode two, I really want to go back and read the war. Oh, okay. Just for the buildup. Right. And just that moment of when Fushi gets to become. Uh, all powerful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just see that scene and just go, and you have a wish, and you have a wish, and you have a wish. <laughs> Fushi don't care, man. He's he's just giving. He wants everyone to live and have have their best life. Yes. Uh, all right. I'll jo- I'll go from here. Uh, I'll very quickly hit Chainsaw Man episode four because I'm gonna be very real with you. Uh, these past few minutes listening to you talk about to you, I've been trying to remember what happened in episode four, and I just cannot. Because Chainsaw Man is just a fever dream. It is. I remember like two or three things. I feel like I don't remember because it was like one was of those. Was it the building yet? Is he with the team and they've been trapped in the building yet? No. Okay. So I, the reason I don't remember is because I think this is just one of those like aftermath episodes, you know, where it's just like a lot of dialogue. Not, gotcha. So that's why I don't really remember because like the last time, uh, you know, we they fought, they were fight, fighting the uh, the leech devil, mm-hmm. which you know Aki came in and summoned his you know fox and killed it, whatever, which then revealed that you know I give a little bit of my flesh to them, and you know we you know I get to use them in battles. Yeah, you know, they revealed that whole thing. Yes. You know, um, you know he reported like you know Makima and stuff like that. You know he was with Dingy at the hospital when Dingy woke up and was basically saying, you know, hey, you need to listen to my orders, blah, blah, blah. So it was just a lot of dialogue. Literally, the only thing I really actively remember is the episode ended with when um, Dingy was going to get to grab Power's tits. <laughs> Power's now moved into the apartment, which, you know, Aki was just like, what the fuck? And he calls Makuma. She's like, yeah, you're the only person that I actually really trust that can do this. He's like, oh, really? You know, he's yeah. he starts blushing. Yes. Like, okay, I'll take care of it. <laughs> So that, that was the episode. Legit. Like I honestly don't remember anything substantial that happened. Fair enough. So uh, short, sweet, and to the point, in my opinion. You know, next episode, Dingy's going to get to grab tits. Or will he? Find out next week. Uh, what about Spy Family? What do you think about this episode? This was the art, the art class one. This was fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was. I always forget. Because, I mean, the episodes when it's following the eating kids isn't always bad. But some of them are sort of just like, Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It was just very entertaining the headmaster and Becky's interaction. This was also the episode where Becky found out about Lloyd. Yes. About she, Twilight. She found yeah. the she got the picture of uh, Anya's family because she was trying to show off Bond. Yep. And they just ignored her, and then she happened to see the picture and saw Lloyd, and she's like, <gasps> and now she's fangirling and become yep. and everything because <laughs> that was just a great moment of, of the headmaster like, Becky, you're supposed to make an animal. It's like. But humans are animal. You win this time. It <laughs> <laughs> walks away, and her just being, well, this is sort of an insult to Lloyd. And just, and just crushes it. And the other kid's just like, oh, are you okay? <laughs> and then we have Damien and Anya's. Yep. Whole interaction. Weird thing. Hey, I liked your idea to add like jets onto it. I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't majestic enough. No. But turns out it was majestic enough. Just enough. So yeah, uh, Damien, he's trying to basically recreate a you know the family crest, which is a griffin, griffin. and he wants to make it super perfect so his dad will acknowledge him because he's got daddy issues. Yes. And uh, Anya decides to help him try to get in his good graces and just completely fucks it up over and over again. Like, you know, when she goes to make the feet, instead of making feet, she made, you know, fucking jet engines. It's like, yeah, it makes him go super fast. And then she, he tasks her to make feathers and she just cuts all the strips really tidy. Yeah, and just wastes all the paper and stuff and then, you know, 
uh, Damien gets yelled at by the headmaster because yep. Damien's being super aggressive and not yep. sharing and all this fun stuff, only to lead to Anya giving him her very shitty rendition of Bond. I thought it was great. I'd give that an A+. Plus. All right. <laughs> and uh, the weird Griffin, which eventually gets... Uh, Ends up getting first place. <laughs> yes, because it's more or less one of those abstract art things, and it's yeah, the eye yeah. of the beholder. Yeah, and with the the, the Bond thing, the, the people that were writing it thought it was like a dead baby. Baby Griffin. A dead baby Griffin, and they were brought to tears about it. <laughs> <laughs> and like the Griffin was majestic because even yeah. after it's lost its wing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Anya's just like, all according to plans. Fuck, shut up, I got my know was it? <laughs> I mean, these are, that, like you said, man, the episodes with the kids, they're fun. You know, they are yeah. fun. Uh, I did like the end of the episode, though, where, you know. The, we, oh, yeah, they did the extra episode. Because yeah. it wasn't even an actual chapter. It was literally just an extra yeah, thing. And showing off. Um, Handler and Twilight. Yeah, yeah. Her, every, how everyone sees the Handler and everything and just. Twilight doesn't want to tell her that she still has her tag on her coat because yep. she is the Iron Lady. Exactly, the Full Metal Lady, whatever. Yeah, and then on her end, she's like doing a mission update, and she's like, "So my daughter, she learned how to." It was something really random. She can skip rope up to five times, times now, out. and she can also do this and something else random. And yeah, she's just like, "What is he talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> and Twilight's dead ass serious. <laughs> like he's not even like a tired. So he's just like locked in. He's like. Of her operation yeah. tricks. Yeah, my daughter can now jump rope up to five times <laughs> and do whatever else he said. It's like, what the fuck is he on about? <laughs> this doesn't give me any information about the mission. Uh, I mean, it was a fun episode. It was. Yeah, Spy Family is always fun. Uh, what about Gundam? What do we got going on over there at episode five of Witch from Mercury? So this was a shit show. Oh, lovely. So... I can't even remember episode three now. But, um... So it reveals that the guy that's sort of been taking some interest in Stella, whose name eludes me right now, he's apparently been trained solely to be the one to get past the system for the gun format, which was the format that got Stella's entire crew on Mercury on the rock murdered mm. in the prologue. Also reveals that the corporation backing him is also a bunch of engineers and whatnot who managed to get off that rock and wasn't killed because there's a whole moment where the one who's taking care of him meets uh stella's mother and this stella's mother's like oh we're not the only witches <laughs> and like there's a whole meeting thing and then they task him with finding out more information about stella's to investigate the uh, aerial the gundam see if it actually is a gundam and holding he sets up a whole meeting with her under pretense, and the whole academy just like, oh, they're going on a date? Because Stella's been known known because she's the top contender. He's known because he's been nicknamed the Ice Prince. That He has no emotions and whatnot, and he's asked out Stella to do this thing. So I was like, oh, they're going on a date? And they take note of him, and they're just like, oh, Stella's meeting the Ice Prince? What's going on? And it becomes a whole thing. Mm -hmm. And what to the point where they're doing some check check up one of the arenas and whatnot and john i think his name is the shit ball who she dueled and asked her to marry her but then he's just like i wasn't serious about the marrier but he's being super soon soon about it right right he doesn't want to outright go but he is interested in business that the two girls that hang her hang her on to him it's like stella's seeing going on a date when he's just like where are they <laughs> and just he straight up goes and breaks up their date and he's just like, I challenge you to a duel. And the dude being pissy after finding out that Stella's Ariel is a Gundam and that she doesn't have to use the system that he uses that was shown off by the rest that it's uh, interjects them into the Gundam itself and causes severe reactions and pain and whatnot. He gets super upset about that because her Gundam is a Gundam format, but she doesn't have to do that. Mm. And that she sees her Gundam as a family member and whatnot he's just complete opposite of her now he's just got a complete anger boner to take <laughs> everything away from her and because it's everything that he doesn't have right yeah and so he accepts the challenge they set up their rules for john if he wins the other dude doesn't have anything to do with stella estella and then um if the other dude wins 
is Stella duels him. All right. They have their whole duel. Slime ball gets completely destroyed. Because Lund, I think his name, I can't remember his name. I'll remember it next week. He brings out a whole new Gundam, which is a actual Gundam with a gun format, and just decimates, dude. D- lays out a whole trap, has these weird lasers, which are cause EMPs, small EMTs on whatever it hits, causing his suit to turn off wherever it gets hit and yada, yada, yada. And more or less, he just destroys them and wins, and it ends up with him calling Estella and then... The school's on a whole thing of, oh, they're dueling? Are they dueling for Stella? And everything and whatnot. Teen drama stuff. Right, yeah. Normal shit. Mm. No big deal. And uh, he calls her at the end. He's like, I've won. So now you're going to duel me. And if I win, I get take Ariel. <laughs> and that's how it ends. Okay. So yeah, shit show. Yes, best shit way show. To, best, best way to sum yeah. it up, yeah. Is, that, is this show going to be the new shit show for you uh, now that... Dragon Quest is gone? I don't know. We'll see. Possibly. Maybe. I know it's going to be Chainsaw Man for me. But it's, that's just Well, that's Chainsaw just Man. standard. Yeah, that's Because Chainsaw that's Man's a f- just straight fever dream. 100%. Every every single fucking moment. Yes. Uh, now, what do you think about this episode's, uh, this week's Blue Lock? I mean, it's good. You didn't sound very enthusiastic. Just because I've read it now and I know what's coming. Oh, Okay. I mean, I mean, it's good for the whole build up and everything, and yeah, it's a yeah. very nice build up to leading to Isagi learning and very much using his weapon. Weapon, yes. Mm-hmm. And then with this game against Team X, why? Why? Yeah, with Nico and them. Yep. Went on and him just getting that moment of, well, first off, the team goes like, well, we each have our weapons, so we're gonna do this weird rotation thing. Yep. And then it also showing off a couple of the other members like. Uh, Gagumaru, mm-hmm. and his just, re- which I have a problem with Gagumaru's thing. Okay. Because like... Is that the agility guy? Yes, they say agility, mm-hmm. but that's not what they say in the manga. In the manga, they say his elasticity and range, because his agility doesn't really matter. Dude fucking jumps to headbutt the soccer ball. Right, yeah. What's agility got to do with that? It's just, I'm not agility, but I guess it's being more athletic, just... Well, that's the thing, because yeah. in like the original context of the manga, they say his elasticity or uh, reach, basically like his height, yeah, his body, yeah, yeah. because he they more or less say like his he's very much easy, quick, able to quickly go from running to just boom, yeah. <laughs> like a spring. Right, is how they reference it, and we get to see it two moments of when he first misses the goal, and when Isagi counters the corner kick, he reads the play and sends it back, trying to score another goal and fucks it up, and then mm. Gukumaros just appears and scores, taking himself out with the goal. <laughs> yeah, just rams into the goal. And him just going, nice pass. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was another one of those moments where he's just like thinking to himself, that was supposed to be me trying to shoot. Yeah. And then we also did have a moment in the episode before the match of him and uh, blonde-haired guy. Raichi? No. Raichi's not or- blonde. Yes. Is he? Yeah. You talking about the orange-haired guy, the Bakugo look like he was not Bakugo. Yeah. I don't remember his name, but yeah, I know, I know who you're talking it's about. It's like Kunoshima or something like that. Yeah, something like that. You see, Raichi is the uh, the blonde-haired kid who acts like Bakugo, yells a lot, very okay. angry, and then the orange-haired dude who ha- who looks like Bakugo, like a big. Really, I say he looks like Bakugo just because like that's the easier way for people to visualize what he looks like, you know. But really, if we're gonna be real. He looks like fucking Shinzo from Yozakor family, like except with orange hair instead of green hair. I'm just being very upfront. Yeah, that. Uh, but I don't remember his name. Yeah, he's like the very like mellow tone kind of character. Yeah, yeah. with the le- left leg of Doom. Yep. They have a nice moment after everything where they share meat and him sort of they having a bonding moment. Yeah. And him revealing with that delicious meat. Yeah, and him having <laughs> revealing that his whole reason for doing soccer is to become a hero in the field. Yeah, he's just like I don't give a fuck if you think it's funny. I'm not embarrassed. I don't yeah. care if someone laughs at me. <laughs> he's, he, dude's super straight laced. Yeah, he, he's, he's a great character though. Yeah, uh, I I got I got that vibe. I got that vibe that he's gonna be like really the like the third main character. Is that kind of accurate? Uh, I'll do. A, I'll take one of your lines back from '86. The characters on the cover are very uh, well chosen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. Yes. <laughs> Going into '86, I found that out very quickly. <laughs> Those characters were very specifically chosen. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. Right, and I then mean. there's also a couple characters in the opening now that I'm like, why are they there? 
Oh, okay. We're going to have one of those kind of situations. I mean, it was a good episode, though, nonetheless. I mean, it was overall a good episode. Yeah, because this was this was uh, Team Y and Z, you know, both teams yes. that lost the last round. And it, with, it was a nice split of them reconfiguring themselves yeah. after their loss. And trying to be a team. Yes. And to going into a game where against another team who's sort of read them, even because they've come up with a strategy of just rotating every 10 minutes to try and use everyone's weapon, but everything's just getting countered by the other team. Yep. Which the weapon thing was uh, that was actually pretty fascinating to watch um, because like that was earlier on in the episode where they sit down as a team and just talked about what everyone is good at yes. you know whether if it's you know the the orange haired Bakugo character you know his is you know he's great at mid range shots mm-hmm. left left foot shots very strong you know um, oh God who's our second main character I'm drawing blank on his name Bachira Bachira you know he's great at the dribbling you know just running around with the ball and stuff oh he's good with the dribbling yeah yeah we saw that in this episode too and I'm assuming the way you put it I mean we're gonna see it, see it more later uh, then you have like you know the one guy who's like I'm just a good all arounder I can do really anything yeah. um, then you had like you know the 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 bottom of the barrel character like the Krillin of the group but like I just have the never give up spirit that's my weapon <laughs> uh, and then there's the one uh, red haired character that didn't reveal his yeah, I'm looking forward to it getting revealed. Like that'll whatever. be entertaining because that'll be for slight spoiler. That'll be the next game where we have his moment. Okay, I'm looking forward yeah. to that then. With uh, I can't remember his name because all the characters call him by a nickname. Eventually, mm. he ends up getting a nickname, and that's literally what everyone in the building calls him. Oh, okay. okay. Not even just their team; like the other teams call him that too. Right. And then with this big weapon thing, like the big question that kind of came out of it is, you know, Isagagi was just Isagi. Like, Isagi. He just couldn't realize, he couldn't think about what his weapon was. Yeah, until he had that meeting with uh, Kunoshima and she's like, well, maybe that smell for a goal is your weapon. Right. Smell for the goal. True. Cause that, yeah, because he, he, he was like, wondering, why'd you pass to me over Raichi? Because Raichi was more open. Yeah, he's just like, even if uh, Raichi was there, we still had Baro in front of us and just you had a more smell of a goal. On you, is that basically his weapon? Um, yes. Is his weapon just like being like a great assist? No. Okay, because that was the kind of the vibe that I was getting. Because he Kunigami, Kunigami, is, yes. that's the orange haired character, Kunigami. I did. I mean, fact check. without going too much into it, because it does a reveal here by the end of the next episode. Okay, is whole Isagi's whole thing is just. He has very good spatial awareness and just like super uh, IQ plays of just being aware of where the moment, best moment is. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense then. Yeah. And that'll probably be, when will that be revealed? Like in the next couple episodes you said? Like literally at the end of this game, he becomes aware of what his weapon is and him just trying to really focus on how can he use that to actually be a striker. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I'm really enjoying the show, though. I mean, it's very good. How far are you in the manga? So there's just under 200 chapters in the manga, and uh, before I had to stop, I got to like 120. So like I'm, so we're in the first selection. There's a second selection, and I'm currently in the third selection (laughs) in the manga. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. In which this whole first season is going to involve the first selection, and based on what I know now, maybe slightly the opening of the second selection. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, all right. And then last up, I got Bleach, um, which this is the first time that I've watched Bleach on my TV and hey. not on my phone. So it was a pleasant experience this morning. Because it wasn't. <laughs> I've just been watching it while I've been at work. I'm yeah. going to be real. Hopefully my boss doesn't watch this, but I know he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I do it on lunch, I swear. Um, but yeah, I've just been watching it at work. So it's the first time I got to watch it on TV, which was great because obviously it's a very beautiful show, yes. beautifully animated. Um, so the big thing about this episode, honestly, like the big TLDR of the episode is the big reveal of what the Quincy's are able to do. Because as the attack is happening on the Soul Society, they're essentially trying to figure out the whole Bonkai thing. The whole Bonkai mystery of why that first one that attacked Ichigo was so adamant about the Bonkai stuff. You have the one creepy dude who's with one of the head of the squads. I always forget his name. You know which one. The the scientist. Yeah, the scientist dude. Yeah. He's currently looking into it where he makes a realization. It's like, well, no, they're not being sealed. It's not a ceiling. And he's, and he's trying to figure it out. You get that quick little tease, and it kind of goes from there, where our first three captains use their Bonkai, you know, being – don't remember any of their names because I, I swear to God, bleached character names, I just don't remember. But Rukia's brother, 
Ice Dude, and whoever the other one was. Oh, Cap, uh, Squad 2, uh, the chick. The, oh, the, I don't fucking know. The ninja. So, soy Fun? That. So Soy Fun, Bakuya, Bakugo, not Bakugo, Bakuya. Bakuya. Yeah, and then whoever, whatever the Ice Dude's name was, I forgot. <sighs> they all used their Bankai, and they lost their I forget their his name. And that's when they, they... He had a whole movie, too. He did, yeah. And that's when they make the realization they're not being sealed, they're flat out being stolen. And, uh, you know, they get the message out to everyone else that the Bonkai is being stolen and stuff. And that's when you see the scientist dude come out. It's like, oh, those damn idiots. Like, could they not wait just a little bit? I was almost done. You know, when he's trying to get out there and let everyone know. Meanwhile, Ichigo, you're still getting those quick little flashes while all this is happening uh, to Ichigo fighting that one Quincy at yeah. uh, Hukamundo. Um, and once they realize all the... Um, you know, the Bonkais are being stolen at this point. That's when the HQ is now making an emergency call to Ichigo you know, for some backup. Whenever they call Ichigo, it's Orhar who picks up. And, uh, you know, he's trademark Orhar, just having a great time. So how's it going over there? You know, Ichigo's, oh, he can't pick up the phone. He's, he's in the middle of a fight right now. And Orhar's like, yeah, and it's really weird. The guy's like, he's seeming to like trying to do something with his Bonkai and he's being really frustrated because he can't take uh, Ichigo's Bonkai. We don't really know what's going on though. <laughs> and the guy's at HQ is like, wait, it's not working on him. And that's, and then, you know, they start asking Orhar questions and stuff. And uh, he basically just does trademark Orhar things where he's just like, well, see, here's the thing. You're going to answer my question first because this is all pretty sus. So how's it going over there? <laughs> <laughs> and it's great now because by far everyone should know that Urahara was the old head of the fucking science yes, development exactly. and their fucking information. So his whole entire character is, is so much better once you find that out. Yeah, exactly. Because he's just like, for the fact that you're calling me must mean it's an emergency. So how's it going over there? <laughs> and then like Ichigo like does some attack. He kind of steps back. All of a sudden, you see that the dude he's fighting you know, like a giant hole in his chest. And Orhara's like, "Hey, good job, Ichigo. You got him set up for the kill shot. Thank you. All right, go go in this portal. Go to Soul Society. It's like we have an emergency. They'll explain on the way. Here's the phone. Bye." <laughs> 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 so he starts going, you know, he starts getting the breakdown that Bonkais are being stolen, uh, not, you know, sealed. And then the episode essentially ends with that dude that Orhara, you know, shot, whatever. He's sitting there typing up some stuff, talking to Ichigo as well. Uh, that's when the Ichigo is literally about to hit the portal to enter Soul Society, and then it gets closed off because that dude is not dead. He shot Orhara in the shoulder, already fucked up Chad and Orihime, naturally. Uh, and then Ichigo gets sealed into a little ball. And that's, that's the end of the episode. So Ichigo is in the middle of the portal right now. Just trapped. Trapped. We all know he's not trapped, but... He was the first Gojo. Basically. <laughs> no, but not true. Not nah, true nah, at all. Not true. Shout out to Gojo. Still being sealed. <laughs> There's a Twitter account that only act follows how many days he's been sealed. <laughs> That's literally the whole purpose, is that it's been X amount of days, IRL days, of uh, since he's been sealed, since that chapter came out. Gojo's just forever in that fucking whatever. You know, I think about it, that's actually some pretty big spoiler territory, isn't it? Oh, shit. I guess no, we gotta. No, sorry, guys. <laughs> well, guess we gotta cut this part. I ain't cutting shit. <laughs> Episode's coming out tomorrow. It's almost 8 30. I'm not doing any editing. This is just going up. <laughs> oh, well. One take. <laughs> eh, it'll be okay. You'll figure out what we mean later. It's all right. You got a couple seasons before that. <laughs> no, no. You got one season before that. It would literally be at the end of the next season, wouldn't it? End of the next season? I would say beginning of season three is what I think. I feel like beginning of season three. Not if we're getting into all this shit. I feel like beginning of season three. Okay. We'll see. We'll see, though. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, Bleach was good, though. I enjoyed Bleach. Uh, favorite episode of the week. I already said mine to yeah. eternity. I would say My Hero for me. I really enjoyed that episode. All right. Let's get into manga chapter ratings and wrap up the week beautifully here. Uh, One Piece, 1065. Did that come out? Did I make a mistake? I think it came out. Let me I fact check. I don't think check. it did. Let me fact check. Make sure if it came out and I just don't rate some random non-existent chapter. Uh, no, it did not. It did not come out. Whoops. My bad. All right. Next up, uh, My Hero 371. That one did come out. I'll give it a nine. I actually very much enjoyed this and the whole back and forth of this whole subplot that we haven't had and now it's a thing. I'll give it an eight. I can agree with that. Uh, Black Clover. Did that come out? Yeah. 343? Yeah, because Oscar's about to get his shit tossed. Let me, let me do a quick glance at this thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oscar's yeah. about to get his shit tossed. Yep. 
Yep. Um, I give it. Uh, I give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. Uh, next up, JJK two hundred three. Did not come out. No, it came out. No, I just pulled it up. Oh, and then I guess it was last week's. Whoops. That I, I'm thinking of. I'm not on top of these chapters on this list. All I want to say about JJK's last week, give me a what the fuck. <laughs> what the f***? Got you. <laughs> like, legitimately, I started reading last week's chapter and went, the fuck happened? Went back, <laughs> went back to the previous chapter. I was like, I did read this. And I went back to this one and went, all right michio's core family 152 uh i'd give this one an eight uh undead and luck 133 give this one a nine still undead and luck is really good right now i'm really enjoying it mashal 130 six maybe we're getting in some very trudging stuff now basically um i'll agree with a six sakamo day is 93 I'll give it a seven. Uh, Lucy Samurai. Oh, um, seven as well. Lucy Samurai 84. Uh, seven. Uh, Blue Box 75. Give it an eight. Give it an eight. Um, I'll give it an eight as well. P655. Seven. Akini Banashi 36. Give it an eight. Chainsaw Man uh, 109. Yes, that did come out. That's right. That's right. What would you rate it? Um, I'll give it an 8. Uh, I'll give it 8 as well. Uh, Kaiju 74. That did not come out this week. We had color pages. 74 is coming out next week. Should be pretty dope. I will say I have not read the the other side, Naruto side story that came out, but I did read chapter one of the Sasuke one. Chapter two came out uh, today. I haven't read it yet. But chapter one was good. I enjoyed chapter one. Basically, the whole premise of the, the series is Sasuke is trying to be a best friend. Okay, cool. That's literally all it is. Because as the, the first chapter starts, it's like Sasuke being Sasuke, and he's going to go leave, and Naruto's like, very clearly like huffing and puffing like trying to chase after him whatever and he gets to a stop and he's like holding his chest as if he's very clearly out of breath which i'm just like all right so this is already very suspicious about the story that we're going for this and then sasuke doesn't say a word and just disappears kind of similar to what he did with you know originally yeah when he disappeared uh and then as the chapter goes on because it's it, these are long chapters these are like 40 something pages oh, damn. Uh, and it's coming out weekly uh you come to find out that he's going to this other land to try to get information on the Sage of Six Pass because the Sage of Six Pass went to this land and was able to cure an issue that he had that was killing him that now Naruto has because ah. Naruto became the Sage of Six Pass, obviously. So, yeah, Sasuke's being a best friend. He's trying to help his best friend not die. All right, then how do you feel about Spy Family? What came out? 70. What happened? I'm trying to remember. I can't really say because it's hard spoiler <laughs> for what's going on. Let me go look. They're on a bus. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Mm. I give it a nine. I give it a nine as well. Because shit is going hard. I would give it a nine as well. I also give that first Sasuke story chapter an eight. It was very good. Uh, Tokyo Avengers. Okay, so, bro, they're going to have a... <laughs> it's about to be some wild shit. This is going to be a messy-ass ending, I think, because we've got the confirmation it's ending on 278. Uh, we're reviewing right now 276. And with what has happened these past couple, I feel like we're going to have a very messy ending to yeah, wrap up in two yeah, chapters. Yeah, when you texted me, it was like, I don't know what the hell they're going to end this in five chapters. I went, I mean, it went, I'm pretty sure we have less than five chapters. Like, I don't know how we're going to, with, it feels like we're introducing so many plot points so late. I mean, it's really, I mean, it's like the author suddenly went, I want a happy ending for everybody. Basically, that's the gist that I got. And this is now going to help give the happy ending to everyone. Yeah, because there's no, because like it makes no sense all of a sudden. Yep, I give it an eight though. I'll give it a what the fuck. What the? It's a fair rating, honestly. <laughs> uh, rent a girlfriend two fifty seven. Uh, I'd give it a seven probably. Eden zero two fourteen. So many things happening in this series right now too. You're making the camera move. <laughs> it fixed itself. Um, seven? Um, I'd give it a seven as well. Actually, I can just... 
boop, preset. And I guess you do that. Yeah, I think that's how you do it. I don't know. Looks good. Uh, I'd give it a 7, though. 7 Deadly Sins, 4 Nuts Apocalypse, 83. I'd give this one a 9 for one reason and one reason alone. And uh, our new female character of our main group and everything. Okay. She has now been introduced to Meliodas. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fantastic because she is like in love with Meliodas even though she's never met him. She's oh, stri- no. She's strictly going off of his poster where he looks like an adult. <laughs> so <laughs> they go in and they meet Elizabeth. We fall for this trap again. Yep. We go in and we meet Elizabeth, right? And Elizabeth starts talking and then she's like, yeah, Meliodas should be here soon. And it's just like, a black panel. It's just like, I'm already here. And you see him just grab her tits from behind and just is groping Elizabeth. What, Elizabeth? Yeah, groping Elizabeth. And uh, Anne's just like, what the hell is that little midget doing? Whatever. And Percival's like, oh no, that's Meliodas. She's like, that little midget's Meliodas? And then she's like, sitting there freaking out where she's like, she's, sees the poster of the adult Meliodas and you see like it, it's cracked. Like yes. this vision of him is cracked and the next shot is like a cartoon version of Meliodas. He's like, I like boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not wrong. <laughs> True. It was a very fun chapter. I'll give it a nine. Uh, Unordinary, 281. He's in denial. I mean, yeah. He's in denial. Uh, I give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. Weak Hero, 214. Give this one a nine. I'll give it a nine. Shout out to Ben. Elseed, 193. I'll give it a nine. Shout out to Sue Ben. Down to Earth, 119. I would give this one probably an 8. And then Mage and Demon Queen and Mortal Weakling did not read those. So, Favorite chapter of the week? Let's see. Um, I think I would give it to... Honestly, I think I'd give it to Seven Deadly Sins. It gave me a very good laugh when I read that earlier today. I'm going to have to get to Weak Hero. That's fair. That's fair. Weak Hero was very good. It's probably my second favorite. All right, uh, that does it, everything for today. Uh, like I said, I have said previously, this show will be in live. We have like a rough date, I think. I think it'll be the first Thursday after Thanksgiving. So what's that, like the first maybe? Let me look. Uh, yes. Yeah, so December 1st, we should start uh, live shows, which hopefully, if it goes according to plan, will be episode 95, because uh, we'll pr- what we're thinking about doing is getting one extra episode out. Um, of just whatever topic we want to talk about as a you know, nice little pre-record thing uh, to, to kind of catch us back up because we're currently behind an episode. Uh, which if we do that, we'll just release it Thanksgiving week because we're, we're taking a break Thanksgiving week. We will not be recording that week uh, for our normal episode. So if an episode does come out, it will be a topic-based episode of whatever we want to talk about. Uh, which one pitch that I still have is doing our top 10 favorite series of all time because we've never done that. And now that one series that I've... What's your stance on fan service in anime? I don't know about that one. <laughs> Maybe. We'll talk about it. All right. We'll figure it out. Uh, anyway, we'll see. Uh, it, it should be live on the 1st. And then ironically enough, literally the next week we won't be live on Thursday. We'll probably be live on like Friday or something because December... Game Awards. Yeah, December 8th we'll be live for the Game Awards with Game Static. We, we talked about this on uh, Game Static. Uh, that we just streamed earlier. Animan Plus, when it goes live, will be the most random scheduled show. <laughs> It'll pretty much almost always be Thursday, but just due to our own availability, it's the one that gets moved the most, where it's like a Wednesday, which that one's rare. It's usually like a Friday. Yeah. And then in today's case, this is a this has never happened before, but we're doing it on if Saturday. We have to move shows around for some reason. Animan's <laughs> always getting moved. It's, it's always it's <laughs> always the one getting moved every single freaking time. It's just how it works out. You know, terrible ATFS doesn't involve him, so that's very hard set on Tuesdays, yes. good to go. Game Static is on Saturdays because it just works really well for all of us. Animan Plus is since it's like that middle of the week thing, and it's just me and Zach, it just always potentially gets moved. So, but other than that, we should be live pretty much every single Thursday. Start the first, and then probably be live Friday the ninth, I'd guess. Yeah, uh, that'd be easily. Yeah, so that way we can do game awards on the eighth. So that'd be cool. Stop if, by for the game award live stream. We'll appreciate if we're not that. too salty from it. That's also true. Depends on how. I, I don't think we'll be super salt. You know, not last, this year. I don't not think this so. year. No, I don't think I'll be salt this year like I was a couple of years ago. But you know, it's all good. Uh, of course, check out Agent Inc. We have the cool ass jerseys and stuff. Uh, really excited for that. Man's still the best. Animan is awesome. So cool. Even the designer is like, okay, this is legit. Yeah, like when I sent them what I wanted, they're like, love that design. We're going to make this work. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's make it work. 
you know, our nice overlay is essentially our, our jersey, and it's awesome. And it used to be. Uh, Zach, any last thoughts? No, I'm going to hit the music. No, I got nothing. All right, music's hit. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can subscribe there to Spark E3, or you can go to Animan Plus. Please go to Animan Plus, youtube.com at Animan Plus, and subscribe there and help us out there. And also go check out Rogue Energy because we need to sell some cans. Hell yeah, we need to sell some cans. Use our referral link down in the description below. Uh, we definitely appreciate that. Help us out a ton. Definitely use that link. Check out Agent Inc., of course. Join the Discord. Check us out on our website, spark3.com. You can sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month. And we definitely appreciate that extra support. Uh, our own merch store is still active, of course. Spark3shop.com. You can head over there and pick up some of our, our designs. And Agent Inc. stuff's cool. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like you said with the other YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at Animan Plus. Super pumped to have that handle. It's going to make searchability super nice. But make sure to do all that. Uh, and I think, that, I think that's it. So see you guys next week. Bye.